שלום שלום, מאזינים יקרים. הגעתם לקידוש קלוב פודקאסט. אוקיי, הולדה. אני אוהב שאתם מגיעים לקרקטר אירלי, אבל... אנחנו נתחיל סטרייט עם ישראל. כן, נתחיל עם אנגלית. נכון. מי שמגיעה ישראל You know what? The truth, you should just open an election-having company. Like, you'll make money if you start an election... Really? Really? No. No, I don't know. Dominion voting machines? Then you're going to have the MyPillow guy coming no, after saying, you? No, I'm just saying, they're spending two billion shekels. You're listening? Two billion shekels is what it costs them. Every time? Every time they have an election, <sighs> which is a ton of money. What a waste of right. money. But... I mean, it's not a waste of money because you, you kind of have to do it. That's democracy. Yeah. That is democracy. So it's not a waste of money. Democracy is not cheap, people. Appreciate right. it. Right. It costs Elon Musk $44 billion. Yes. Right? That's right. So free speech is not very free. But I feel like now we got to where we needed to get. Like Israel finally, like the last two years was just all about getting Bibi back. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. You know? And now, now it's gonna be, there's going to be some stability for a while. I don't see another election coming soon. For a while. Well, we hope. We hope. I mean, uh, our last episode, I, uh, y- you felt like Bibi was coming back. I felt like Bibi was not coming back. Right. That's true. I so, forgot that. So kudos. You, yeah. you get that one. But uh, as we progress in this episode, I'm going to take credit for, Let's for, see. for one of the predictions in the last episode as well. If you didn't hear last episode, go back and listen to it. But Bibi's back. Uh, you could tell us a little bit more because you, you're more familiar with Israeli politics. I think Likud got how many seats? Yeah. I don't remember the numbers. I just know that the religious parties got way more seats than anybody expected. Right. They walloped them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, that's great, which is always good. Yes. You know? And I think Meretz is not even in the government, which is the right. extreme left wing. They're not even involved. Which is good news. Which is a huge victory. Yes. Did you see the, uh, that news that was on Yeshiva World about the, the Meretz guy who was outside the, the voting place? And there was a Chabad guy who was telling, you know, helping people put on tefillin for the first time or whatever. You know how they do that, sure. Chabad. And this Meretz guy, I guess they approached him. He took the tefillin and he was Mavaza the tefillin. No. Yes. I didn't he, see that. He rubbed it on his body. I didn't see the video of it, but yeah, I read yeah, it's it. It's pretty explicit. But... Yeah. No, like it didn't say, I mean, it just said he rubbed it on all over his body or something like that. Well, maybe he wanted to get more of the tefillin in him. Like he didn't know. <laughs> Absorb how, the Kedusha. He didn't know how to put them on. And no. he's like, where do these go? <laughs> Is it on my feet? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so, so he did that. And of course, there was a huge uproar about it. Uh, I saw a response video from Rabbi Arya Derry uh, from the Shas party. I think he's no, actually no longer part of the Shas party, also no? a religious party. I don't think so. I think he retired from it. Uh, that's what, again, I'm not super up to date on Israeli politics. But then I saw a video... From someone who was clearly from with a, with a beard and a yamaka, and he was in front of like a merits flag or whatever, and he said, "You know, like this is we're very embarrassed, this is horrible, this is not what we're about." And uh, I would say too little too late. You mavazit fill in, 
you showed your true You're colors. You're saying he was trying to excuse. Not excuse. He was apologizing. You're saying it's for not us. It. He was apo- right. He was apologizing. Right. It's not us. That's not we what we met- stand for. Exactly. Or whatever. But because you're look, saying too even late. if you're a complete chiloni, then you, you're still going to have to respect the tremendous number. Of course, there's the animosity, but this is the Jewish state. You want to call yourself secular? I hear. Even culturally, tefillin play a major role. And and they said, I think Derry said, you're a vaza tefillin that our grandparents and great-grandparents gave their life for, for right. in the concentration camps. What they did, the stories that we have of the one pair of tefillin and it got passed around, and this is what you're vaza? Like, seriously? Not not cool. So, not a good look. Not a good look. So we're we're happy that they're not no longer in the government. And uh, hopefully, this, like you said, it's going to be only you know growing from here in the right direction. Um, but in other things, being Mavaza Jewish culture, uh, I mean, it's it's old already. But we do need to touch upon Kanye because it's it's spiraling. I mean, it's it, I thought it was going to be dying down, but it actually keeps growing. And especially because uh, Nets player Kyrie Irving, I'm sure you saw what happened with him. I did hear about it, but I don't know what he did actually. So he tweeted a video from Alex Jones, Imach Shemai. He's an anti-Semite. Didn't and he just have to, like, didn't yes. he, he had to pay a lot of money. Yeah. I think How much the, was I it? The settlement was like $2 billion. $2 Where's he getting that, that kind oh, of money from? No, he's not. He's going to have to declare bankruptcy, but I believe it's against his, uh, his company. I'm not even going to mention the company. I don't want people to, to even Google it. Don't even give him the clicks. Don't even give him the exposure. He's a known anti-Semite. I mean, he's an extreme right-wing but he's crazy a conspiracy person. theorist. He's a conspiracy theorist, yes. He's the guy who famously said Sandy Hook didn't happen and that they were all crisis actors. Like the kids were not killed and these were all actors and it was the government because they want to they want to crack down on the second amendment, which and, is ridiculous. Which is insane. Right. And they I just they, I, mean, I can't get him, over the 2 billion dollars. I still can't get over that. What is a person Oh, he's not do? done by the way. This there's, there's more lawsuits outstanding. And so we don't know yet what the final tally is going to be. But either way, there's no chance he's ever going to be able to pay that money. And no. doesn't the court know that? He's worth hundreds of millions. That's but what I'm saying. Is he going to have to pay the hundreds of millions and then declare bankruptcy? Or could he could he say, I, I don't have $2 billion. I'm declaring bankruptcy from now, and let me keep my my money, my home. So that's going to be the, the Shiloh is going to be. Can he declare bankruptcy in the company and hang on to his money? I don't think this is going to end well for him. I think that well, let's hope it's, not. Go, it's going to chase him. Yeah, he's a bad dude. Anyway, back to this. So he tweeted a video that Alex Jones had either produced or tweeted that basically said that the you know it's supposed to be proving that the Jews were responsible for the African American slave trade in the United States and mm-hmm. around the world, which is a conspiracy theory. It's completely not true. We know that the majority of the slaves that came from Africa, slaves that came from Africa, it was the majority were was infighting between tribes, and they themselves were selling you know these slaves to the white colonialists, et cetera, who were taking them. I'm sure there were probably Jews involved. Maybe not. I shouldn't say that. It's lush and horror about the Jewish people. But clearly, the Jews were not the ones responsible for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see us being slave traders, you know, especially being having been slaves, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Having been slaves. I don't think it's our, you know what I mean? I think we stayed away from that whole industry. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So Kyrie, anyway, he tweeted this. Uh, he... Tremendous backlash. He's still playing. There was no. But they real... did. They suspended him for five games. Oh, did they? They suspended oh, him for that. five games, and not only that, he issued an apology. But a lot of people spoke out. One of the people who spoke out is one of our favorite favorite converts, Amari Stoudemire. Yes, who was a former coach of the Nets. Yes, and here's what he had to say. Of Kyrie, 
Amari Stoudemire, six-time All-Star, joining the conversation. Amari, you bring a very unique perspective. Obviously, we all know the success you had with Nash on the court, and then you were an assistant on the Nets, and also you're a black man who is Jewish. What was your reaction to Kyrie? I mean, my initial reaction was what I've noticed throughout the years of Kyrie is that he's a guy who's really trying to find his identity, right? He's on his quest of searching for information and, and knowledge, and while acquiring this type of information, he got to be more mindful of doing more research, checking your sources, reviewing before you actually, you know, promote anything. It. Right, exactly. And I think that's something that Kyrie's probably lacking right now is that he's not really doing the full vetting of what he's promoting, and I think that's getting him into trouble. You know, you got to love Amare either way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, he's so straight. He's so he's so sincere. Yeah. You know, that's why I like him. And what are you going to say? Like, here's an African-American convert you know and who's jewish who's jewish and you know this is the thing that uh, that bugs me and i mentioned it last time is kanye saying you know there's all these conspiracies about the jews dude just become jewish if it's so great and and it's not fair and whatever so be become a jew convert right and he 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 attacked uh, amare for that yes he did you saw that yes he he called out he called out amare on twitter and he said they're turning. Don't let them. They turn even us. turning. Right. They, yeah. I, I should read the tweet and said they make us attack each other, even our brothers who know who we truly are. I think. I think we can certify. This is where I was right from last episode. He's an anti-Semite, Kanye. Let's just let's just end the debate right now. He's not a guy who's misled and he has funny ideas and he's jealous of Jews. He is a full-blown anti-Semite. Well, his inside people are saying that he is. Always admiring Hitler. Yes. Talking about exactly. it. Exactly. I was just so going to bring that up. Right. So you can't even. You can't you, defend him anymore. Right. There's no. He, there he, is no room for a defense. If, if if Adolf Hitler is your idol. Right. You, you, you're <laughs> it's out. It's really hard. You're really out. And he had to. He, he had a settlement with one of his ex-employees because of all this anti-Semitic That he talk, won't talk about it. That like they, a non-disclosure. non-disclosure. Right. Which I don't get because how are they able to tell us about it? It's like if you sign a non-disclosure, it can't be like. By the way, that little thing with this guy, you, you, the whole point You didn't is hear you, it from me. Right. But. It doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> the article said from NBC News said, uh, additionally, six people who have worked with Ye or witnessed him in professional settings over the past five years told NBC News that they had heard him mention conspiracy theories about Jewish people or praise Hitler. Three of those people were former employees or collaborators and said they recalled multiple instances of Ye using anti-Semitic language. Dude is a anti-Semite. Yeah, I'll I have to give it to you. So Kyrie was recently asked about it after one of his games in a press conference, and uh, he really got loud. And uh, this is what he had to say: While we're on the topic of promotion, why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? That was a few weeks ago. I do not stand with Alex Jones' position narrative court case that he had with Sandy Hook or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma or parents that had to relive trauma or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My, my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults and it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a campaigning, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post. And it's funny, and it's actually hilarious, because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to 
chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the people title? People are going to say that you are promoting. Yeah, I put promoting. it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. Another You're human free being. to post I can what, post whatever I want, so say that what, and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, 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 it's not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on. you Next question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions? And they're gonna say, "You guys have any more questions?" Because this is gonna be a clip. This is gonna be a clip that he's gonna marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. There's another answering your question. Oh my God! Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Now, is he like on a different planet? <laughs> like, what is he talking about? He's like, whoa, 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 nobody's paying attention to my other tweets. They're only paying attention to the one where I'm calling out all the Jews. What I really so people can't, are weird. What That's I really, how things work. What I really can't understand is how, like, this is a basketball player, right? Why is he getting involved in, in these issues? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little crazy because basically they're asking him about the tweet, right? And this is after a game. So he's getting all upset about it. Like, oh, why are you focusing on that? Like, why don't you focus on my other tweets or my other Instagram posts? Why, why are you focusing on this? And it's like, it's like you, you imagine a guy tweets. It's like, oh, it's going to be a beautiful morning. Hey, oh, my exercise routine today is great. Oh, by the way, let's kill all the Jews and gas them. Dude, <laughs> why, why are you focusing on that one? There's so much more. I'm a complex individual. Why don't you focus on my other stuff? And he's getting all upset at the at the reporter who's asking the questions. No, but he's also saying that it's not promotion when it, it clearly is. It's obviously promotion. Right? You You're putting something out from Alex people. Jones that's yeah. completely anti-Semitic and saying, I'm not promoting it. Then why are you putting it out? No, exactly. and he also says, and you heard him, he goes, it, it was really, it wasn't even about that. It was about cults, and that's true. Meaning... Secret societies, right? Secret societies and cults, and that's true. What's true? What's true? So all of it's true? So then you're saying that the... Jews were responsible for the black slave trade. That's also true. What, what's beyond me is how we allow like basketball players to have this platform or to start these discussions. It doesn't make sense. You play a game for money. <laughs> That's what you do with your life. I forgot who said it. Shut up and play. Right. Just play a game. Yeah. Right. Nobody People, wants to like, hear you. Right. What even qualifies you to, to, to have an opinion? And this is like this is what's wrong. It's the people who have absolutely no clue of what's happening can come out and just say whatever they feel or promote what they want, and it gets attention. And that's what it means to have a platform, and we're giving it to them. The American public gives them this platform or this attention when it's clearly not theirs. A hundred percent. And you know what? It reminds me of uh, Ricky Gervais, the comedian, and he's you know he's not uh, a conservative. He's not on the right. He's he's just a regular liberal comedian. But he calls out the Hollywood elite. He called them out in 2020 at the Golden Globes. I don't know if you heard that. I did. And it you know was what? It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was perfect. I, I, it was I'm perfect, and that's how people feel. Yes, I'm going to play a little bit of it because. I mean, I think it's apropos because it's Great. exactly what you're talking about. Well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? <laughs> so if you do win an award tonight, 
Don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and So... It's already three hours long. That, to me, is the gutsiest thing I've ever seen. I love it because he really doesn't care. He doesn't care. It's really what he feels. I believe it. Yeah. But I feel it. Great. But everybody feels it. Everybody feels the same thing. I don't want to hear an actor get up and espouse his beliefs to me. I I don't care. Exactly. You have no experience. You're an actor. Right. We don't care what you have to say. And I'll say the same thing to Kyrie. I don't care. I don't care what you think or what you feel. Unfortunately, a lot of people do care. And I mean, he's got millions of followers. A lot of people care. And he, has, he does have the platform. And that's, that's the problem. I just wonder if he started getting up and arguing with like Einstein's theory of relativity. <laughs> would people care? I, I would totally. I would love you know, to see that. Would people just like, like, the guy doesn't know what the heck he's saying. Just move exactly. on. <laughs> In other anti-Semites that are famous, <laughs> we're going to talk about... AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a representative from New York. And she was called out by, uh, I believe, the ADL. I I forget who else. She said, shamefully, APEC is working for Republican control of Congress and further destabilization of U.S. democracy. Let's rally for Summer for PA. Help her out with a volunteer shift or donation today. So it's crazy that she's attacking APEC because APEC has made sure for years that they support Republicans and Democrats. They have one agenda. Promote Israel. That's it. They don't care about who the, what, what party they're affiliated with. Once we're talking about AOC, I would much rather focus on Elon Musk oh, just yes. owning her. Okay, so, so we're going to go there? Okay, we'll go there. AOC and Musk have been having this feud for a while now. They keep having... The, jabs. It's like, yeah, it's jabs. 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 So like... So first, it, wait, so first the Twitter blue checks were going to cost 20 bucks a month. And well, first of, all, first of all, Twitter has this thing called blue checks. Until now, nobody has known why they get the blue checks. Blue no, checks verify the ver- account. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but how do you get verified? You have to have, like, there's steps. No, no, that's the thing. There's no steps? No, nobody knows. Nobody knows. What do you mean? It, I thought you have to be, like, in the media. You no, have to have, like, editorial a news story. Based. It's up to the Twitter people. Really? Secret society, yes. Huh. And that's why everyone on the right has been screaming, like, you give a blue check to this person and not to this person. Why? Mm-hmm. And they were not transparent about it. So Elon said, we're going to change that. We're going to start. Anyone could get a blue check. You just have to pay. And by the way, that's not so crazy because how many times you go to a website or whatever and it's like, it's free, but we need to verify you. We need a credit card to know you're not a bot. You're, not a, you're a real person. Mm-hmm. So asking them to pay a subscription is not crazy. So first it started at 20. First of all, I want a blue check. Let, let me put that out there. <laughs> you're paying. I'm not Rabbi paying. <laughs> it's not coming out of the budget. <laughs> Rabbi David Bashevkin has a blue check. I want one too. Okay. So you, you pay for it, bro. A lot of celebrities came out like bashing it like, oh, it's funny. Like Stephen King came out. This guy's worth half a billion dollars. Right. And everyone's complaining about complaining the $20. About the 20 bucks. Right. But so Elon took it down from 20 bucks to eight bucks, eight dollars to be a verified user on Twitter. And AOC is still complaining about it. And then he just goes, thank you for your feedback. Now pay me eight bucks. So then she tweeted at Elon Musk and said, LMAO laughing at a billionaire earnestly trying to sell people on the idea that, quote, free speech is actually a $8 a month subscription plan. So obviously AOC clearly does not understand like basic economics 
So what is the fact that he's a billionaire? Exactly. He's a billionaire. He understands how capitalism works and right. he understands how profit right. there's works. there's a reason why he has money. Exactly. Right. <laughs> he, he didn't wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to be a billionaire today. So AOC, please go learn basic economics. And then Elon tweeted back at her and said, your feedback is appreciated. Now pay $8. Right. <laughs> Which was great. Great, great, great. And then she... Re- Again, replied to his tweet, and then she started floating this idea that because she got into this spat with Elon Musk, again, he was like disabling features on Twitter for her account. So she tweeted and said, also, my Twitter mentions slash notifications conveniently aren't working tonight. So I was informed via text that I seem to have gone under a certain billionaire skin. Just a reminder that money will never buy your way out of insecurity, folks. One guy's business plan for a $44 billion over-leveraged purchase is apparently to run around and individually ask people for $8. Remember that next time you question yourself or your qualifications. So then Musk responded (laughs) with an emoji of the guy thinking. And he he put a picture from her website, a snap from her website of a sweatshirt, a supporter, an AOC supporter sweatshirt. For $58. (laughs) So there's no shortage of anti-Semites in the world. We know that, yes. right? Uh, but let's let's digress for a second. I saw a interesting product. This is the world's largest jigsaw puzzle. It's 29 feet wide and has 60,000 pieces. You can buy it. I think it costs like yeah. It's it's being sold right now in Costco for six hundred dollars. 60,000 pieces, 29 feet long. Where would you put this together? I'm buying this for you. But, <laughs> what? Where would you put this? I don't 29 know. 29 feet? Who has 29 feet of Available. space that, that no one's going to go near, right? Because if you ever did a jigsaw puzzle, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa don't, don't, don't touch, don't go near it. I mean, I was never into puzzles. I don't know about you. No. My not mom a puzzle person. was always a puzzle person. Really? Yeah. I never got the... I mean, I've done my share of puzzles. It's not like I've never done one, but like... Really? Yeah. I, I, I've, I don't think I've ever done a jigsaw puzzle in my life. Like, I just get involved when my kids are doing them. Does that make sense? Yeah, that Like, does. if my kids are just playing with a puzzle, I'll be like, okay, that goes there. Okay. So, you know what? It's funny that you mention your kids because in my head I was thinking, oh, you know what? Maybe this is a good thing for Shabbos. And I said, maybe. And then I was like, wait, are you allowed to do jigsaw puzzles on Shabbos? Yeah, that's a Shila. It is, right? Yeah. What do you think? What's the answer? I think um, no. I think no. I think really? It's, yeah, I think no. What's I don't remember, but... But I think the issue is, what do you mean? You're, you're writing. You're making a picture. You're putting it all together. So what? No, writing is letters. A picture is not writing. I don't know. I f- it just feels wrong. How about that? <laughs> it feels wrong? Tell me, Rav. Tell me. <laughs> is that how you paskin? I d- I d- it feels wrong to me. <laughs> that, that's how we're going now? I thought it was just, I thought it was just words. I, and then I, I, I looked it up because I said, if... if Let's say it's not, the issue is not pictures and it's only letters. Or let's say it is pictures, actually. So then can you play chess on Shabbos? What do you do on Shabbos? Like, look, you have th- kids. Chess you for sure can play. How do you Checkers, know? Checkers, chess. Why? Why? What does that mean? You're, you're, not, you're not creating something. Okay, so right? is the issue it, that you're playing a creative, you said No, you said it didn't feel right. It I didn't feel right because you, you are creating a picture oh, okay. out of a bunch of pieces. Oh, I thought you meant like it wasn't Shabbos stick. No, no. No, actually, You're okay it's with- very, it's very, it's very Shabbos. It's very appropriate for Shabbos. I'm saying if it would be, a, if it's, if it's permitted. So you're saying chess is appropriate for Shabbos. Checkers, appropriate Checkers, for Shabbos. Checkers, chess. These yes. are all appropriate for Shabbos. Yes, in my opinion, that they, they oh, are. Oh, Rav Moshe holds not like that. Why? What oh, I mean? come prepared. What do you mean, <laughs> Rav Moshe? Igris Moshe, Yeridea three fifteen two. He says 
Chess is not technically forbidden, but should be avoided, which basically means it's not Shabbos stick. So, so like I, I started thinking, if we're going to say that you shouldn't be doing things that are Shabbos stick, like you have, imagine like the summer Shabbos where it's really, really long and your kids are home. I mean, you're supposed to be learning 100%. We're not, we're not saying no, but you're not learning for 18 hours, right? If anyone has an opinion on, on if it's us or not, let us know. You know how to reach us, hakakiddishclubpodcast.com, or in our WhatsApp group, you can send us a WhatsApp message. But what I want to know is, bottom line, if we're going to say that it's not in the spirit of Shabbos, so like, what exactly are you doing on those long summer days? Well, first of all, like now it's coming to the super short Fridays. Right, so it's not a problem. Right? So no, first of all, those itself are a challenge. Right? How you're supposed to be? You have to be ready to roll by four thirty. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, if, it depends where in the in the world you are, of course. It, it, but everywhere, everywhere you are, it's very no, early. Now it's the early season. Nobody's yes. having late Shabbos. Australia. Today. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing <laughs> in, in Australia. <laughs> Sunset in Melbourne, Australia today is eight o'clock. Really? <laughs> yes. Because they're the move. reverse. They're the reverse. Right. They're, they're the Let's, seasons are I reversed. think we should go there just for this season, just for <laughs> no, like 10 weeks. I love early shoppers. I can't do it. I can't do I it. I love it. It's the best. It's not. It's the worst. You finish work early. You you have that long Friday night. What? I love it. What? what what's not to love? You're psychotic. Because no. I need the time before Shabbos to, to prepare. I can't be ready. Thursday so night. Prepare Thursday night. shoes 4.30, I can't do it. I can't. Then there's something wrong with you. And then wait. And then, but you're done your meal by like 7 p.m.? Yes. What now? You could learn. You can read. You can talk to your family. I understand. Did you ever think about doing but there that? But there are limits. You understand? Like, I can do and then two hours. Go- I could do two hours. But I can't do... I can't do 10 hours. I can't do six hours. Well, then go to sleep. Go to sleep at 9 o'clock. No, I can't do it either. There's this cover that can go to sleep and get these bagels the whole, like, you know what I mean? You know what a bagel is. Oh, man. I have to teach you everything, don't I? Yes. So (laughs) a bagel is when you go around the clock, okay? It's a sleep thing. If you sleep at 9 p.m. and you wake up at 9 a.m., 12 hours straight. Right. You have successfully completed a bagel. (laughs) That's a bagel. So I can't do it. I can't do bagels, right? I'm not going to sleep from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. or 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. I'm not doing any of that. These Friday nights come and they're so long. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, how much could I speak to you? So what do you do with your family on, on long shop? Is Nothing. Like, we what just, do you do? We, you you know, play games? Do you play games? Sure. I'll play Ooh, a game. I hope, someone, a game. I hope someone comes and says it's totally awesome to play Depends any games. Depends what. You can't not play any games. You can play games. Uno, what are you playing? No, Uno. Our inquiring I don't know. listeners, I don't know. I'll tell know. you next week because this is it's going to be the first week this week. Anyway, in other major news, the American elections are this week, which is a major, major thing. This thing has heated up. Even if you're listening to us and you're not in America, this thing is wild. What's going on? You're talking about the New York governor? No, the whole country has elections. The midterm elections, right? Right. The 2022 midterm elections. I voted, by the way. You did early voting? I did early voting. Wow. I, I, I like to be a senior citizen sometimes. <laughs> I like to feel what they feel like. I did the early voting, no, because I'm going to be traveling, so I wanted to make sure I got it in. And everything is heated up. Everything that they said was was going to go for Democrats, every one of those is a toss-up. We, we mentioned it last time. So the other night, Biden decides, I don't know whose idea it was, well, okay, we're doing really, really bad. There's going to be a red wave because nobody's happy with Biden. You know what we should do? We should put him on TV 
and have him scare everybody to vote Democrat. Whose idea was this? This is the man who cannot get through any speech. And as we've been doing, we're going to play a few clips of Biden just to give everyone, just to remind everybody how he does when he's speaking. Dude, that means not a joke, everybody. That's why we were defeated in 2018 when they tried to do it. We went to 54 states. 54 <laughs> states. That was last week, but yeah, still. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He, he literally can't get through a single speech. Here's another one from the same speech. Against when they opposed the Inflation Act. He called it. Instead of the Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, the, the trillion Inflation dollar, Act. He called it the Inflation Act, which is what the Republicans call it, which is great. Here's Biden again with another clip. And they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now. Because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, thinking of Iraq because that's where my son died. <laughs> okay. We, uh, so let's wait. Let's unpack it for a second. The, the mumble jumble thing that he always does. Yes. Then he says because of the war in Iraq. There is no war no in war. Iraq. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about Iraq because my son died there. His son, unfortunately, died from cancer, a brain tumor. And did not die in Iraq. Iraq. It's not the first time. Like he no says one's fact checking that. No, except you. <laughs> no, a lot of a lot of people called it out. Right. And this is the guy who they tried out. So so red wave incoming. And that's today, by the way. If you're in the United States, make sure you get out and vote. If you're hearing this today, because it is November eighth. You must is- vote. You must vote. I mean, if you look at the Hasidim. They all vote as a block, and they're so powerful. We've mentioned this before. No, but they—they've—I've seen some endorsements for Hochul now. So the Satma community apparently is divided. The Williamsburg Satmers are voting for Zeldin, and the Karis Yoel Satmers are voting for Hochul. So I ask you the following: Are they doing it Bashito? or they're just doing connected the other guy? No, <laughs> like that's the Williamsburg a good question. Are like, We're doing Zeldin. They're like, you're doing Zeldin. We're doing Hochul. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure what happened. Who are you voting for? I don't know who you're voting for. <laughs> The other guy, that's all. <laughs> Who are you voting for, by the way? I, I don't know. Don't ever tell. You're not allowed to tell. That's like a thing. It's like a taboo. You ever notice that? Right. Like, why? Why can't you say who you voted for? Uh, you know what? It's like a taboo. It's, it's inappropriate to even ask someone. <clears throat> like, you ask someone, by the way, who'd you vote for? And they're like, excuse me? Excuse like, me? Don't like, ask me that question. Exactly. And by the way, when, you know why you don't answer? You don't answer because you never know the other person's political affiliation. But forget that. You don't know that person's level of intensity. I have seen people who I who are otherwise normal, and then you start to talk politics with them, and they become loony. Cuckoo. Yeah. They become insane. Especially with Trump. Their eyes go crazy. <laughs> That's me, by the way. No, it's like, what? what? Like, like, they'll go... Bananas. Yeah, they'll go absolute bananas. He's talking to one right I now. know, but that's why I'm not telling you who I'm voting for. No, but you know what it is? I, I, may, I, I get passionate, but I don't dislike people because of it. You so, know what I'm saying? There's a lot of friendships broken. Yes, that's what I'm saying. There yeah. are people that will just... crazy. Right. People are crazy. Any friends you don't speak to because of uh, politics? No, because I never tell anybody my political... Never? Ever? No. I mean, I don't really know. The truth is, I don't feel that strongly about it. Like, it's whatever to me. Really? Yeah. You don't feel that? You I, feel much stronger about it than I do. True. Right? I, I Whatever. I don't care yeah, but it's gonna i just affect you it's gonna it, affect i agree you in a major and i way. want i want to be affected positively i don't say no but i don't i'm not like this activist who thinks he's gonna change the world do you vote in every election 
let's start with that. Oh, calling you out on the air. Like, I don't know if I'm going to vote this election. Oh, my. I don't know. God. Like, Are I you have serious? To, it's not that I don't know. It's like, I hope, like, when I get to the poll, like, they have my name type. You know what I mean? What do you mean? That means you haven't voted in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. I know I have voted. Some colors are coming out. I know I have voted. Right. Once over the last uh, how many years? When was the last time you voted? If you can't answer right away. Presidential <laughs> elections, I make it my business. But that's the least important. I know. Especially New I know New that York. these are important. I, and I'm going to try to go. You it's know? your civic duty. And many G'daylim say it's a chiv to vote. I understand. And I know. But People it's also Rabbi Miller, my Rabbi Miller was very, very yeah, strict he was about strong. it. In our next episode, I will update our listeners on whether you voted. <laughs> I mean, you could lie and tell me you did. No, I want to see the sticker. You know the I voted sticker? If you don't have one of those I, I voted go, stickers. I'm going to go onto eBay and find <laughs> the I voted sticker. <laughs> I, I think there's a, is there a different one for New York and other? I don't know. I don't even know. I got the sticker and I got a pen. I, but Okay, so here, I'll make it worth your while. They give you a pen to fill out the ballot, Good. and it's a stylus pen. You know the, the ones that... That could work on your phone. On your iPad and your phone, exactly. You get one of those free. I have huh? so many of those. <laughs> I, I have so many. I don't even know why or how. <laughs> I, know. Just another I get so one excited. I'm like, I got one. Yes. Because we get free stuff, and we get happy. That's how it works. So it's not just Jews. Mm, I... I I think it might just be Jews who are getting excited about it. So the, the Republicans in this election, one of the reasons they've been doing so well is that they've made crime one of their central issues, right? And we've talked about it a lot. Crime is really out of control in all of America. And it's not just the people getting thrown in front of subways. I, I Here's a crazy one. I saw a story about a man who was arrested because he stabbed his mother. It's not funny, but it's crazy. He stabbed his mother with a samurai sword multiple times. What? Where? What state is this? This is in L.A. This is not like in like some you know no name place. Here, I'll even play for you. Here's a clip of the police arresting the guy. So they arrested him. Here's what it sounded like. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Hey, back up, you people. Hey, put it down. No, I don't. I just all I hear is tase. That's the unmistakable so, sound of a taser. That is correct. They they find this guy. He's walking around with two swords in his hands. Could you imagine just walking through L.A.? Yeah, and they're like, "Put it down! Put the sword down! It's a sword! It's a samurai sword!" And then they tase him. And uh, so they quite arrested some time, him. Yeah, might, yeah. Might a lot add. of tasing. <laughs> a lot of tasing, <laughs> which is surprising. Have you ever seen the videos of you know cops have to get tased as part of their training? No. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. What? Yeah, not just cops. I I used to work with somebody whose sister was a federal marshal, and they also had to do it. Basically, you they, have to take a tase. You take a tase. No. Yeah. I can't. I can't even understand this. They do it. They do it. They have to get tased. Yeah. And you could look it up. You could see videos of people doing it, of police officers doing Getting it. Getting tased? And they drop, like, you see them. It, it it clearly looks very, very uncomfortable. Like, I look at that and I'm I like, whoa, like I would never do that. People have different reactions to that. Like, sometimes you see somebody get tased and just keep on going. If you're high, yes. If you're high, certain drugs, if you're high on certain drugs, you're immune you to the it. tase. Yeah, yeah. Huh. They say that about, so we're not going to get, this is a very hot button topic. Just by the way, if you're hearing sirens like nine out of ten times, it's Hatsala doing their what they do best. Right, and and we actually took a pause and said Capital uh, Tillam. I don't. We're we're on location. We're recording on location, and so apparently there's a lot of Hatsala around here. 
But uh, God bless Atala. These yeah. guys, these guys are heroes. These guys are true heroes. Um, they stop what they're doing. Doesn't yeah. matter where they are or what's happening. They stop what they're doing and they respond to an emergency. It's it's amazing. They're, they're really unbelievable. I don't think there's a person. I've never heard anyone have about any organization. There's always that one guy who's like, "Oh, you think they're such a great yeshiva? Oh, you think they they do such good? You think that's a great soup kitchen? Well, I know, blah blah blah." You can't say anything about Atzala. Right. They you just know? save lives. They just save lives. And you know what? You don't want to be that guy because when right. you call. You know what? That's the beauty of Atzala. Even <laughs> yes. if you're that guy, they come gonna pick you up. You. Right. They're going to save you. But speaking of Atzala, there was a news article you just reminded me that came out this week. New research suggests that nose picking could increase your risks for Alzheimer's and dementia. Wait, I can't what? get through it because the face you're making. What? I couldn't get through well, it. How, I couldn't get through it. I, I don't know get, what response you think is going to come <laughs> when you tell me these ridiculous <laughs> stories. Griffith University researchers have found. Okay, so let me clarify. This was based on research that was done in mice, so it wasn't in humans. But they're they're saying that there's a certain bacteria. It's a chlamydia pneumonia bacteria. If you introduce this bacteria into your nose, it has a direct pathway to the brain. And it could lead to Alzheimer's and dementia. Really? Nose pickers. Wow. Beware. <laughs> Is that wild? That is crazy. But I want to know how they, like, how do mice pick their nose? That's, <laughs> That's a great question. Right? I'm saying, like, you're coming at me with, like, they did research in mice, but did they? <laughs> That's a great question. What, what, I yeah, guess I, I guess they just like took like a Q-tip or like a tiny little what, Q-tip, Q-tip, a mouse-sized Q-tip, what? and they stuck it in the mouse's I'm nose. I'm just saying this is a pircha on the entire study, so keep <laughs> so, it moving. So you're not believing I it. don't buy it. Yes, because you're a nose picker. And no, you, it's yeah. not that. It's that <laughs> yes. people have been picking their nose like, for I'm not centuries. <laughs> centuries. Centuries. Millennia. Millennia. <laughs> and we forgot to mention, but now we're on the topic of health. We forgot to mention it before, but you saw that there was a comedian who started, a, he, he made a fake CNN article and he tweeted it. He wanted to test the bounds of Twitter under Elon Musk. And he tweeted a article saying that Trump is dead. Hmm. And this thing gained, well, Who's the comedian? The comedian is Tim Heidecker. And he tweeted that and everyone's, you know, obviously it gained tremendous amount of traction. And the hashtag Trump is dead started trending on Twitter. And of course... You know, it was clarified or whatever, but uh, well, yeah. did they take the article down or not? Yes, eventually. Okay, so look, he's got his fact checkers in place, and it's interesting because he said that it's going to take weeks till he puts his content moderation panel together, and before he's going to let the banned accounts like Trump's account go back on the platform. Yes. So it's going to take some time. You know, these things you talk like I don't think we even understand the scope of what this job is. So I don't know if they have like a billion users or what, but that's a tremendous amount of work when you're talking about content moderation and seeing what's real, what's fake, what needs to be taken down, whose rhetoric is violent and, you know, or fake news, whatever they have to do, that's a tremendous job. So it's at least going to take weeks. Until they can put something in place. And by the way, don't forget, he's trying to actually make money also. <laughs> right. I mean, that is... <laughs> that's the goal. Right. The goal is not to make Twitter like a perfect No, but place. that's. I think that's part of it. Part of it is that, you know, he, he did this, I think, for the right reasons. He didn't get into Twitter to make money. 
No, I, but, I disagree. I mean, Agave we, has we, to make money. This. No, we've talked about it. No, no, I think he, I think he absolutely believes it's a, it's something that he can make a lot of money with. I don't think he would do it otherwise. I really don't. I'm sorry. Back to New York for a minute. Uh, you know about the spotted lanternfly, right? Yes. Yes. It took me a second, but I do know what you're talking about. Right. You've they're seen the red them, right? bugs. Yes. They, they're, they, they look like a mixture of like a moth and a regular bug, and they have like red, and then they have like mothy kind of a they're wings. Re- they're actually kind of pretty. Yeah. Yeah, they are kind of pretty. Yeah. Don't let that fool you, bro. No. And they're hard to kill. Yeah, you gotta like really stomp on them. You gotta. I see people like just jumping on them. Yes, like, like calm. The, the like, government wants us to because they're an invasive species. They come from Asia. They hurt healthy trees. They're really, really bad. So over the weekend, New York, in Staten Island, New York, <laughs> there's a spotted lantern flight stomping event. Really? <laughs> yeah, where they're inviting people. Come one, come all to a stomping event. But how do you find them? I guess they how know. How do you have a stomping event? I don't know. People have too much time on their hands <laughs> is what I'm getting from but all this. But this is a government-sponsored like sponsored event. Like, you know, could you imagine bringing your kids like, come on, kids, get in the car. We're going to go stomp the lanternflies. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Really, daddy? Yes, yes. We're going right now. I just feel like people get a little too enthusiastic. Like, we told you to kill bugs. We didn't tell you to become, like, this mass murderer of of insects. Right. Exactly. And, of course, once we're in animal news, we're going to go to this. (laughs) Because we always have the crazy animal stories. And I have two animal stories for you. The first one, I'm sure you saw it. There was a video. It was on Yeshiva World. A black bear that entered a shul in Pomona. (laughs) Did you see that video? Pomona is, like, near Muncie, right? Yes, it is. So this bear, this black bear, they have a video of it. I mean, no point in playing it because there's no sound. But the bear goes into the Or Shlomo Hasidic Center, and a.k.a. the Kalbach Shul. In Pomona, on Sunday night, he walks around, he looks around, and then he just leaves. And so uh, kudos to Yeshiva World who said uh, he, he walked around trying to find a minion. When he couldn't put a minion together, he just decides to leave. <laughs> Cute. Oh, the bear? The bear. <laughs> it's scary. You're laughing about it because you don't live in Muncie, but it's a scary thing to but have. But that's why I don't live in Muncie, yeah. okay? So don't live where the bears live. <laughs> well, you, it's a whole community. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just what kidding. What are you doing? I'm kidding. You I just can't disenfranchised just all of our Muncie them. listeners. No, right. no, Muncie's beautiful. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're right. No, it is scary and it is dangerous. And keep the doors locked. I mean, there, there is, is no formula no. for having bears around that you can't like. Isn't there bear repellent? There probably is. Okay. So what do you should every, should every person carry bear mace? No, spray it on the the building. I don't know. Go that way. These are How not wasps know? that you can just you know <laughs> spray away. No, but speaking of dangerous uh, to Jews, I'm sure you saw the tweet from the Newark FBI. Yes. About the risk to all New Jersey synagogues, they had a credible threat. As of this recording, they came back and said they got the individual. Who who that who represented that threat? Really? So hopefully, it was scary. It's always scary to read something scary something like that from the FBI. Like, yeah, something's out there. It's credible. Like you don't hear that often, right? I, credible threat and no. so broad. The whole New Jersey. Good luck. I have to ask you a question. Yeah, because this is what happened with me when I read that. When you read that, did you say? All right, Baruch Hashem, at least it's now New York. <laughs> you, you know what? I, 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 I said that, and I, and I felt guilty about it. I felt guilty because I, I care about everybody, and I have friends and family and everybody else in New Jersey, but the there's thing. a part of me that's Somebody said, mentioned this to me, and, and of course they're right. How do you have a credible threat in New Jersey but not New York? 
Good point. Right? Yeah. They're so close that who's going to know the difference? Like if, if the New York people were like like you, like, oh, we got nothing to worry about. You're, you're a fool. Right? 100%. Because it's just, what is it, a bridge? Right. Right? No, right. Because New Jersey's on alert. New and York now, now- is sitting back. <laughs> They're like, you know, Mr. Credible Threat, the, the Credible Threater, whoever he is, he's like, you know what? Might pay to go to the other side of the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like he's not seeing, like, as if he's not seeing the news. Right. It's like, right, right. oh, shoot, they're on to us. Let's. You know what? <laughs> I don't see any police in front of the shul here. <laughs> it's not funny. No, it's, it's not, not funny. funny. It's dark. We went it dark again. Again, yeah. We went dark. Problem. We went dark. Okay, that is dark. Okay, let, let's lighten it up. Okay, so go, here's another go. animal story. So apparently there's a king cobra, a famous king cobra in a Swedish zoo that keeps escaping. <laughs> what do you mean? It, get, it just keeps getting out in the zoo, like going Somehow out? This, how, if, if this king cobra gets out once, I mean, like, don't you, like, put an alarm, do something. Put an alarm, put it down. No. It it's ke- a cobra. Exactly, exactly. And it gets out so much that they nickname this cobra Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> Which... By the way, he's a famous American magician Jewish. who was Jewish. Yeah. And his original name was Eric Weiss. That's interesting. You didn't know that, right? I didn't know his name, but... Speaking I, I, of I, Houdini, did you know that, I mean, his father was a Rav. He obviously, I mean, I think he left the fold, but he, cha- you know, he went by the name Harry Houdini. And he told his wife that after he dies, when he gets to the other side... If there's any way for him to come back, he's going to come like back. Send a message. Yes. And every year from then until today, every year on his yard site, I mean, I don't know if it's his yard site, his English, I'm assuming his English date of death, they have a seance, which for those who don't know what it is, it's, it's basically, I mean, it's basically shtus, but everybody like holds hands, they have candles, and then we're calling on the uh, soul of spirit of Harry Houdini. Come to, and last I heard, they haven't heard from him. You know, on the topic of seances, like these are not totally shtus. Like in Israel, like I've heard stories in Israel, like in the army, they actually do things like that. Really? That's 100% usher. It's like completely Vite prohibited. Zara, yeah, totally. Not Vite a Vite Zara. What is it's, it? It's, it's just, oh, like, it's uh, occult. It's not, right. you can't. Ne- necromancy. It's, That's right, the word. Okay. So, but they do that and they've had actual Come real. On, stop it. No, I'm serious. No, stop it. I don't know. I've heard these stories. I've heard that they're true. I don't know. Like, it's not like I know somebody. Like, we should ask Nidal. Yes. Right? That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yes. Right? Great Wouldn't idea. he know? If anybody yes. would know, he would know. Shout yeah. out to Nidal Ghanim. And if you guys didn't check it out, um, it's episode 30, I believe. Yes. Uh, Former Secret Service of Israel. We had a great sit down with him. Yes. What a conversation. Um, so maybe maybe we'll ask him. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm going to. Absolutely going to reach out. If by the way, such a thing as real seances and... Do you they know, really do this? Can they communicate? And I'm pretty sure it's a yes. Okay, then there has to be video or it didn't happen. I don't know. We've got to get our hands on video. If that's true, we're going to get our hands on video. We're going to bring it to you, which you mentioned the Israeli army. Uh, there was a story that I saw, I think it was on Yeshiva World, of a plane from Uzbekistan that had to land emergency landing in Iran. And so this Sal guy is on the plane and... How scary is that? Could you imagine? Well, yeah, landing in Iran, like that has to be a real emergency. By the way, could you imagine how nervous he was when the captain comes on? Is like, oh, it was a national airline, like what? Yeah, whatever. It was just a regular. Yeah, yeah. He was going from Uzbekistan to Israel, and now the captain gets on. (laughs) Uzbek (laughs) air. 
You're such an American snob, is what you are. I'm sorry. I just, I, I never heard of it. I, don't, I wonder if it exists. But I don't imagine that this is really man. I mean, poor guy. He must he's, have been, imagine the captain gets on and he's like, tension, we're going to have to, we have a problem. We're going to have to make an emergency landing in Iran. And this poor guy, he was probably like, eh, excuse me. Eh, I don't. <laughs> eh, can we please uh, maybe change the flight? <laughs> Not eh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way I can land in Iran. <laughs> you understand? This for you, not for me. I'm protecting you. <laughs> it's, it's so true, by the way. <laughs> what, did they land at the end? They did land. No incident. They took off. I don't think the Iranians stormed the did plane. Did they have to go into the airport is the question. No. No, no. Okay, because that's no. a big... Yeah. That would be a big... <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? That's a Scary. game changer, right? Welcome to Iran. <laughs> May I see your passport, please? Where are you from? And the guy would... What do you even say? Uh, you know, I'm from uh, Florida. Yes? <laughs> I never hear of Israel. Where is it? So... Baruch Hashem, he's okay. Good news all around. And that's, I like to end on a high. So that, that's a good place to end. That's a good place to end. That's a good place to end. As always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with your friends, your family. Uh, shoot over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, say something nice. Hit us up on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. We would do the same for you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Kiddush Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram at Kiddush Club Podcast. You can send us an email. We are at Hock, H-O-C-K, at KiddushClubPodcast.com. Don't forget to join our WhatsApp group. You can find the link on our website, www.KiddushClubPodcast.com. There's a link in the drop-down menu. Join our WhatsApp group. You can join it there. There's going to be exclusive content. We, of course, drop the videos that we talk about. Uh, they'll be there, videos, clips, uh, but also some exciting new content coming up. And Kiddush Club out. One of the people who spoke out is uh, our favorites, uh, favorites, APAC, which is the American Israel political, America Israel political. So if any of our listeners know the answer, by the way, about jigsaw puzzles, please let no, us no, know. No, no, don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want that engagement. Two hours, but I, two hours. This is the man who they marched out to convince the American public not to vote Democrat. And I'm like. Not to vote Republican. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I see Not how to vote hard it is. Ah. <laughs> That's getting edited. <laughs> As always, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, share it with your friends, your family. <laughs> I know, I know it's, it's going to happen. Okay, shh. It's in your head shh. already that you can't do it. Shh. It's not true. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.